Good afternoon, Bill. Um, hey, Glenn. How are you doing? What's up, Coach? Hey, Coach. Uh, we're doing fine, I guess. We don't usually, uh, I certainly haven't seen a lot of games like that one yesterday down in Foxborough over the last uh, 20 years. So I guess that's where we start, Bill, with um, ball security. You have uh, talked over the years about ball security being a priority. Uh, lack of ball security is uh, a bad trend right now with this team. Cam Newton this morning said that his troubles are not physical. So as you look at Cam Newton and trying to fix what is wrong there, is it a lack of confidence? Is he pressing? Is it mechanical? Do you have an idea of what it is? Uh, well, I'd, I'd say, you know, we've, if you look at multiple games here, uh, including yesterday's game, uh, there's there are a number of issues. It's, you know, we got to do a better job of coaching. we got to do a better job of the route execution, quarterback decision-making, throw-in, protection, tip balls. I mean, it's, you know, there have been plays that have fallen into different categories, but the bottom line is ball security is, has got to be better. We, we just can't just can't give ourselves a chance, um, you know, the way, the way it's going now. We just turn the ball over too much. It's just not, it's just not conducive to winning football. So we're going to work hard to fix that. We've been working hard at it, but we've got to work harder. Yeah, Coach, he was on uh, – Cam was on this morning with Greg Hill. He said that he was thinking too much. And so my question is, so if a guy comes up to you and he admits, hey, listen, I just can't get out of my own way. I'm thinking too much. I'm overanalyzing things. Um, how do you help him kind of break out of that? Yeah, well, that's, that's what we do during the week is – you know, meetings, walkthroughs, practice to try to, you know, get things uh, set up in a way that, you know, we can operate efficiently and effectively. And so we you know, obviously have to do a better job of that. That's that's pretty clear. You know, Coach, I know you said, um, I think it was yesterday or even this morning, I forget which day it was, that Cam is still your starting quarterback here on Sunday. So my question would be, you know, based on what you've seen in the last three games that he's played, what makes you confident that he can fix it? Uh, well, I think he's, he's our best player there. And so, you know, again, it's, there, there are other problems. Um, offensively, there are other things that we need to do, you know, do better. Um, and that's what we're going to work on. I think we have our best players out there. We've just got to find a way to, to be more productive. We have been at times, but we weren't yesterday, and so we need to need to see if we can improve that. So the start of games, Bill, you guys have not been able to score offensively in that first quarter. In time of possession yesterday, 16 of the first 20 minutes, uh, we had the 49ers with possession of the ball. Is this, in these slow starts offensively, is it forcing you to maybe get out of your game plan a little bit, your approach? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've been able to, to try to continue to, you know, do what we want to do. And, you know, we, we have had plenty of opportunities to run the ball yesterday and, and play action and so forth. But, you know, playing from behind is never a – Never where you want to be, so that's that's certainly another area we need to do better in. That can definitely be helped on defense and in the kicking game. We had some opportunities there yesterday, and 
weren't able to take advantage of them. So we could we could certainly help the offense by, you know, giving them you know, better field position. Um, so it's you know, it all ties together. We're we just need to do a better job in every area. Like I said, that's that's obvious. Coach, when it comes to the tight end position, uh, Dalton Keene has been a healthy scratch for a bunch of the season, and Asiasi has been, uh, I guess, the backup to um, Izzo. Um, what went into suiting up Keene as opposed to Asiasi for this game? Uh, I think based on um, based on the practices, uh, he deserved a chance to play. Is is that is that a weekly thing? Because I know you guys don't have a lot of reps. Is is, is that like a weekly competition to see, you know, uh, you know, just who gets the start and who gets the opportunities? And is there a time where both guys will be out there at the same time? Can both those guys be on the field at the same time? Uh, well, sure. Uh, you know, that would require somebody else not being on the field, but yeah, definitely. Yep, we can. You know, some of that's uh, based on practice competition, but some of it's based on performance as well. So, guy goes out there and plays well, then he's going to continue to get opportunities to play. And you know, the player, in order to gain those opportunities, has to you know perform well in the opportunities that he gets, which may be practice if only one guy's active, and so that that will be his opportunity to play. Coach, one of those guys too. You uh, talk the other position, you know, where we've been at receiver with some guys and on defense and so forth. It's it's really pretty common. So one of those guys that had an opportunity yesterday was Jacoby Myers, and I don't know if it was just because Nikhil Harry <clears throat> the injury or not, but I, I wanted to ask you about another guy though in, in Gunner Oshlevsky because I felt like in camp there was a lot of talk about how much he's improved and how, how how good of a camp he had as a wide receiver. But it hasn't really been involved all that much uh, as a wide receiver so far. So is it um, just not not room for him, or has he continued that progress that he showed you in camp and, and to get opportunities? Yeah, right. Well, he missed three games, Lou. Yep. So it's no, you're not getting any opportunities when you're not active. Right, but he said three games. A period right. of time to, and then there's a period of time to. You know, resume and come back. And there was some limited practice time during that period, so I mean, I mean, we're not going to go through this day by day, but I mean, I think it's pretty easy to take a look at you know what his opportunities have been since the start of the season and you know figure it out. Well, one guy we are accustomed to seeing targeted an awful lot, and a guy that seems to help you move the chains is Julian Edelman. He's not being targeted much at all, Bill. Um, is it a problem physically with him, or is it the way that other teams are now defending him? Why why isn't why isn't he being targeted that much in the passing game? Yeah, well, again, Glenn, we've, we've been through this, you know, multiple times. But unless it's a screen pass, the pass isn't designed to go to one player. So it would depend on the coverage. It would depend on the route. And on the matchups and so forth. So um, certainly he attracts coverage. I mean, you know, he's 
been a great player for us. He's well respected around the league um, by a defensive coordinator. So you know, he he definitely attracts some coverage. But you know, there's also um, situations where certain coverages dictate that the ball goes somewhere else. And so that's you know what we want the quarterback to do: not pick out one guy and try to throw it to him, no matter what the what the circumstances are around it. We just don't teach the passing game that way. So we never have, and I don't ever plan to do that. So you know, some of it's circumstantial, but then, you know, we have a situation, you know, where he's, you know, Julian's been involved in some of the turnovers, just like everybody else has. And so, you know, I think we all, like I said, we all need to do a better job coaching, playing, quarterbacks, the receivers, the protection, uh, you know, we just have to operate more efficiently than uh, where we have. So that includes everybody. It doesn't single anybody out. It just puts everybody in the same boat, which is really where where we belong, where our execution offensively and, and as a team needs to improve. So I, I understand the approach angle of it, but there's such a dramatic drop-off from how many touches he gets with the football do you have to make some changes right now to try to see if you can get him involved? Yeah, we're always going to do what we feel like best, you know, each week for each game and for the players that are, you know, that we have for that game. So, yeah, that, that's not going to change. So, Coach, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop in the hot tub time machine. I want you to jump in with me real quick. I'm going to take you back to 2002 because, you know, a lot's been made about, you know, losing three games in a row, and the last time was 2002. And I actually remember that because I was on that team. It was my first year here playing for, for the Pats. It was actually four games in a row. And I remember the, the, the most important thing is, like, you know, just how mentally tough it was for everyone to just stay focused and, you know, not – believe what was being said about uh, said about the team you know just really stay insulated so i guess can you draw any you know i guess uh teaching points from back then and relate them to today's team or is it just the most important thing is just not to panic and not freak out because you know because there's more opportunities to get better is that basically what it is Yeah, well, I look every week his own week, and you know we'll just like we always do um, after after the game after today we'll put put yesterday behind us and and get ready for Buffalo. So um, you know, I don't really know any other way to do it. Bill, I know uh, defense. Yeah. I'm sorry, I wasn't sure if you're done. I know um, defensively, I think as you said before, like there's a a lot of things you guys could have done better, and I'm just wondering is there. Uh, as far as setting the edge in the running game, was that one of your biggest issues and the reasons why they had so much success? Or not being able to? Yeah, we didn't we didn't do a good enough job on the perimeter plays. Um, uh, we didn't do a great job on the inside plays and could have been better on third down. Obviously, it wasn't very good in the red area. So... We need to do a better job of coaching. We need to do a better job of, of playing. So, coach, the other one is um, I don't I don't know how many padded practices you guys have left. I don't know how many you've used up. Would you say that those 
it, it might be time to start using those a little bit more <laughs> just to kind of get used to just the thumping and the, and the physicalness of the game at this point in time? Or you is this, you know, or do you want to hold on to them, you know, just in case later on in the season? I feel like that could be something that could you could throw in there. Uh, I'll take I'm following you, Christian. Well, okay, so you got 14. Not, you got 14. Was, got, we're not going to break any rules. No, no, I know you're not going to break any rules. My point is, <laughs> is it, I mean, you only have a certain amount of padded practices, and, you know, the way well, things went. Yet, yeah, we have, we have one a week for the first 10 weeks of the season. So okay. if you're suggesting that we do two a week, I'm telling you that you can't do that. That's against the rules. Oh, okay. All right. Because See, I thought you could use them up however you want it. Yeah, if you think we should do one a week, then that's basically what we've been doing. So I'm not really following you here. No, well, it wasn't extremely clear, but I thought you could you could use as many practices, padded practices as you want. You use them all before November. You you don't have any left. So, but you're saying it's one a week until what the end of November. Well, I mean, if you use three in a week, then you're looking at three weeks without a padded practice somewhere along the line. But can so, you do that? Um, you, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think so. But even if you could, I don't, I don't think we would want to do that. Okay. So I and I know obviously the week before practice there wasn't and I was just curious the week of practice you guys had last week was that I'm sure you could always use more but was that sufficient were you okay with the way practice went last last week compared to obviously other weeks it was probably better but yeah a lot better you know, we got a lot more done last week and and um, you know we improved a lot of things on the practice field we obviously got a long way to go we got a lot more work to do but yeah we we took some good strides last week and. You know, we need to continue to build on that. Trading deadline bill is a week from tomorrow, I believe, at 4 o'clock, if I'm getting that right. What are you guys doing right now behind the scenes with Nick to kind of get ready for that? And does your position change in any way in trading based on where your team is at this point? Yeah, we just... You know, we just finished up the San Francisco game today, so, um, you know, that's something that uh, Nick and I, you know, we usually check in on the personnel, you know, Tuesday in terms of planning for the week and, um, you know, the coming game and, you know, whatever else happens to be going on. So, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll get together and do that this week, like kind of like we do every week uh, at this time. So, but, you know, at this point right now we just – and this finished the San Francisco game. Obviously, there's a lot of things to work on and talk about there. And, you know, I'll talk to him and get, you know, whatever updates he has relative to, uh, you know, practice squad players, workouts, if the team's called about, you know, a player that's available or, you know, whatever the case might be. There's, you know, there are always things to talk about, but we kind of, do that on a scheduled basis unless something, you know, comes up that needs, you know, immediate attention. So that's, yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. 
Uh, last one for me before the uh, question of the week, Bill. Uh, on when you, I hope I said that right. Um, this is a guy, I feel like he's played every single position other than center. Uh, maybe he did play center. But um, are you surprised just how much this guy has been able to do? How much, how, you know, all the different positions, all the different responsibilities that you guys have asked him. He, I mean, he just, he switches from one position to another. Doesn't matter what it is. And he seems pretty capable at all of them. You ever fearful that you're giving him too much to handle? Yeah, well, it's, it's always ideal to you know have your five offensive linemen play the same position and be in the same spot every week for you know throughout the season. I mean, that's that's great when that happens. Uh, not only the offensive line, but uh, other positions as well. Um, but you know we've had guys miss time on the offensive line for you know pretty much all the games uh, or most all the games I should say and so that necessitates sometimes somebody moving well somebody has to move but you know sometimes it's one move and sometimes it could be you know two moves depending on the depth of your team and you know maybe you can get your five best players on the field you know how to position them or do you want to Maybe take one of your better players and not play him, you know, because he's not able to go to a different position. So you weigh those back and forth. But you know, Mike's played right tackle a good part of training camp and the season, and he's also played guard. So uh, those are really the two positions that he's played for us all year. So does side matter? Right, left? Does it does it trip him up at all? Well, again, it would always be nice to play in one spot, but, um, you know, again, it depends on the player. Some players that, you know, can move fairly easily, and then there's other players that, you know, it's it's harder for them to switch sides, even though it's the same position, just the footwork and the, and everything's left-handed or backwards for them. Mm-hmm. But then there's other players that are very comfortable I would say you know switching from one side to another and you know sometimes they they like it a little bit different and you know creates a little bit of a different challenge or a different opportunity so you know Mike's a pretty flexible guy um, we've asked him to do quite a few things he's been able to handle it of course he's a rookie he's young and you know he's learning and you know he continues to get better all the time but you know he's handled a pretty good load it's been impressive really what he's been able to do um, I think he's got a you know a good future in front of him. But if we could put the same guy, five guys out there and in the same position every week, that's that is the way we'd love to go. Um, we'll see whether or not that's possible. All right, coach. It's time for the question of the week. All right, coach. Uh, you know, so you know, tough week. Uh, you know, a lot of things going on, a lot of challenges, a lot of adversity to overcome. So when it's time for you to relax, maybe when you're driving home and just, you know, trying to decompress before you get home, is there, is there, a, is there a, you know, a song that you like to listen to? Is there, a, is there a band that you like to listen to? Or are you one of those guys that likes to just drive in silence and just, you know, be alone with his thoughts? <laughs> this is a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it's probably uh you know, place for all those. Sometimes you 
flip the channels and see what's on. Sometimes you might want to think about something and turn it down. Um, and honestly, sometimes it's not a bad time to you know, return phone calls and things like that that sometimes you don't get to during the day. So. Have you, have you ever? Because I've done this, and maybe I'm just the only one. But if you you're you know you put you put the radio on, that song comes on, you don't know it's going to be there. Desperado, then you end up missing your exit. You ever done that? So preoccupied, <laughs> such a deep thought. I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I've missed an exit. I don't know. Can't remember why that was, but yeah, I've missed an exit. <laughs> See, I was expecting the uh, Bon Jovi answer right there. Didn't you expect that? The Bon Jovi answer. You got a little bit more. Now. I'm an outlaw. Yeah, got yeah, a little bit more. Now. <laughs> All right, the coach has been it's brought to you. Great to hear, John. It's always great to hear, John. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I knew that was. And now you think now you're bringing us up in a good time. Yeah. Right. Uh, Buffalo in Western New York, one o'clock on Sunday. Bill, we'll catch you back here Monday afternoon. Good luck. All right, sounds good. Thank you. All right, All right coach. You got it.